I'd never heard it. I'd never heard it said. I'd always seen the mark, but never heard it said. And then it sounded stupid when I said it. Violence at NBC. <coughs> yeah, I heard be around big fight up in the lunchroom the other See, week. <laughs> there it is. Violence at NBC, GE com. I mean, well, what Allison what, should know. What, what do you is say internet that anyway? Internet is uh, that massive computer right. network, mm -hmm. the one that's becoming really big now. What do you mean? That's big. How does one? What do you write to it like mail? No, a lot of people use it and communicate. I guess they can communicate with NBC writers and producers. Allison, can you explain what internet is? No, she can't say anything in 10 seconds or less. Oh, <laughs> oh. Allison will be in the studio shortly. What, is <laughs> what does it mean? How do you improve on a fresh Irish morn? Try new Irish Spring deodorant soap, now with an antibacterial ingredient, for better protection with the same lasting scent. Irish Spring with antibacterial protection. You like it too. USA World Premiere Movie is brought to you by Babylon 5. Now the Emmy-winning movie is a weekly television event. into this. I'm in the middle of witness interviews on the bodies we already have. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. The same symbols were uh, found in a home and on the bodies. Same execution style. The officers that found the, uh, the bodies called it in, said it looked just like the house that Pritzy was arrested at. It's actually big news over here. It's not just you guys. The captain is diverting everyone to campus neighborhood. Why are we doing that? Oh yeah. An honest tip called 911 to report the bodies. The message is all weird too. You're kidding. Wish I was, Chief. No. Same symbols. Will they bodies? Hopefully it's your guy. Yeah. Same symbols. I'll send the address to your email and I'll text it over too. You're going over there soon, yeah? Tell them we're leaving now. And we'll be right there. I'm sorry, Mr. Feidman, but we have to cut this short. It's been an absolute honor to talk with you. The preliminary definition of magic. Magic is the highest, most absolute, and most divine knowledge of natural philosophy. Advanced in its works and wonderful operations, by a right understanding of the inward and occult virtues of things, so that true agents being applied to proper patients, strange and admirable effects thereby be produced. Whence magicians are profound and diligent searchers into nature, they, because of the skill, know how to anticipate an effort, through which to the vulgar shall seem to be a miracle. Origin saith that magical art does not contain anything subsisting, but although it should, yet that it must not be evil, or subject to contempt or scorn, and doth distinguish that natural magic from that which is diabolical. Apollonius Dionysus only exercised the natural magic by the which he did perform. Wondrous 
we have the true magic by which we do arrive at the understanding of the secret works of nature is so far from being contemptible that the greatest monarchs and kings have studied it. Nay, among the Persians, none might reign unless he was skillful in this great art. This noble science often degenerated from natural and becometh diabolical, and from true philosophy turneth unto negromancy. The which is wholly to be charged upon its followers, who abusing or not being capable of that high and mystical knowledge, do immediately hearken unto the temptations of Satan, and are misled by him into the study of the black art. Hence it is that magic lieth under disgrace, and they who seek after it are vocally esteemed sorcerers. The fraternity of the Rosicrucians thought it not fit to style themselves magicians, but rather philosophers. And they be not ignorant empirics, but learned and experienced physicians remedies be not only lawful, but divine. I need to make a confession. Fitz, please, don't make this weirder. I, I don't know how else to say this. I I'm saying this to you to clear the air. I think I got a little heated back there. We are going to make it weird, aren't you? Last night, I tried watching Twin Peaks to try and understand what you're always talking about. I didn't want to admit it earlier. Alright! That's the kind of weird I can live with. Welcome to the wonderful world of prestige TV, my friend! What did you start with? Season 1? You, you didn't start with that prequel movie, did you? You don't watch that movie first. That's for the advanced viewers. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. You got those donuts uh, from this morning? No substitute for damn good pie. But here you go. <laughs> I caught that reference. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw the prequel description, and I think even the official summary advises you to watch the first season of the TV show first. That is surprisingly clear admission by a David Lynch property. I watched the first couple of episodes. It's old. Hokey. But I'm hooked! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Uh. Please, I, I lost the receipt. You know, with, with my wife in the hospital and the medical insurance only going so far, I'm really under a lot of stress. Hey, you're making me cry, but it's not going to work. Beginning deliberation. All I do is make rap. All I do is rap and talk loud. My biggest crime is talking loud. The 23-year-old graduate of the Baltimore School of Performing Arts was... There are two rules to remember if you want to have a good time. Rule number one, never run out of Colt 45. Rule number two, never forget rule number one. You want to know why you should keep plenty of Colt 45 on hand? You never know when friends might show up. I suppose as I speak, you're home making a copy of this tape right now. I suppose also you've never seen the FBI warnings on the tape. <laughs> but don't be alarmed because Erwin R. Scheister has a real treat for you today. 
You know, in cop shows, they always show the uniformed police just standing around aimlessly. Don't get me started. Or they're stupid, just getting yelled at by the CSI techs, whatever the show is about. It just sets up this whole toxic culture. Detectives and techs see that junk on TV, and then they show up here trying to pretend they're those characters. And it just reinforces entrenched hierarchies. Okay, guys. Do me a favor and step outside and give the CSI the room. Jeez, those two are tough. Well, I want to go down the checklist and ask if there's blood evidence, but oh, God! Yep! It's amazing how much coverage you can spread around with six pints of blood. Fitz, you see that? <coughs> yes, for the record, a number of sacred geometry symbols have been drawn in both blood and probably magic marker on walls and floor. It looks like the same symbols as the other Moonchild case. You kinda have to admire the penmanship here. Yes. Yeah. What's that one? That one... that's a demon... angel seagull? Let's get pictures of everything identify what it means later. Broken mirrors and the whole floor is covered in glass. Okay. Two victims. Are we are we escalating? Pritzi was assaulting his victims and then graduated to killing. Two victims are here. Do we know time of death? We'll know for certain after the deaths come back. These bodies are mutilated but fresh. They haven't gotten cold yet. Unis were probably on the scene six hours after death. This morning? You think this happened this morning? You know. I just collect the samples and send them to the lab. Aren't you guys the forensics experts? Okay, let's not descend into apparent toxic stereotypes here. Thank you for your hard work. We're just surprised, unpleasantly surprised, as we thought this case was wrapping up. And now, back to square one. Whoa. Mr. L. Ron? How is that your legal name on your transcript? Mr. Crowley, anything's possible when L. Ron puts his mind to it. Reality's just a hologram and I'm the projector. Yes, well, anyway, do you know why I've called you here to my office today? Because my fraternity, uh, allegedly, Put your desk on the roof of the gym and replaced it with a surfboard on top of two folding chairs. But it, uh, looks like your tchotchkes are still all in the exact same place. I know you and your Omega Theta Omega Rapscallions did this! Got any proof, dude, Crowley? Mr. L. Ron, I may not have the evidence, but I'm no fool. And I knew it was you and your good-for-nothing friends, Parsnip and Margie, and mark my words, when I finally catch you even stepping one toe out of line, I'll have you all expelled. <laughs> Are we clear? Oh yeah, dude. We're totally clear.
You know, the allegory of veiled mysticism gets lost on me when the very next scene involves a Rube Goldberg sequence designed to rip the bikini tops off of 13 girls. We've seen a lot of questionable things on this program, and I'll give Night Beach nurses this. That scene was a technical masterpiece of a cinematic tracking shot. Martin Scorsese could learn a thing or two from Roger Feynman and, uh, Man Manfredo? That New Age book guy? He was a cameraman! Hey kids, it just goes to show you that you can find hidden talents you never knew you had if you just put your mind to it. Too bad he didn't stick to film, but you can find his books in the dumpster behind the store where your weird aunt buys her healing crystals. Check it out! Now time for some more commercials. USA Up All Night is brought to you by Budweiser. For all that you do, this Bud's for you. <laughs> Weird Science, premiering March 5th on USA. When a dead killer returns, it's electrifying. When he comes to your home, you're fried. Give it to me! Interactive TV's got nothing on this guy. Wes Craven, Shocker on USA, Saturday night. Okay, going over the notes from the medical examiner and the police officers that arrived on scene, it's looking like the bodies were killed this morning. Enough similarities between this double murder and the Pritzies murder make it seem that there is a connection and that the, the theory that a pack or cult is uh, behind the killings. Also, Mia Panetta made a phone call to me during a time that overlaps the time of the murders, which possibly shows a connection between her and these killings. Our current priority is finding her. I also looked up the sacred geometry and found that the repeating symbols on the crime scenes are the following. The universal hexagram. The sigil of the angel Samael. The sigil of Lilith. The sigil of the demon Citri. And there are a set of scribbling that I want to say is Arabic, but my suspicion is that it is just scribbling and magic marker on the wall of a particularly gruesome crime scene. Yeah, we can't stress that enough. It looks like both victims were slaughtered. Multiple stab and cutting wounds. Blood splatter and spray across every inch of that suburban living room. The two bodies are what's killing me. The officers on scene described the victims in a kind of embrace and thought that the man had bled out from being stabbed as both had weapons near them. I'm more inclined to believe that the knives were planted there by the actual killer who posed the bodies. That is sick. We got a goddamn monster here. Do you want to walk with the man to give us the book? Or do you want to run with the devil? Now everybody says that if you follow the man with the book that you have eternal life. Right. That you have a place to go when this life is over when you're back to dirt. That may be true. But you see, when you run with the devil, it's instant gratification. Oh, gee. You get what you want when you want it. No. You get to feel good when you want to feel good. But you see, when you also choose to run with the devil, you got to be ready to take that extra step, no matter when it is or what it is. You got to stay one up on the game. So, in other words, you got to be willing to sacrifice anything 
just to play the game with somebody else's mind. To play this game, you got to have the drive, you got to have the moves, you got to have the love, but most importantly... Hey man, you got the ball? No, no, I ain't got the ball. You got the Say what? Nobody, no, you gotta have the ball. Hey, Chops. Want a game? The all-new street ball. It's a Rawlings, it's only $4.99, and only at Pizza Hut. Get one, because nobody plays without the ball. Hey, you're out for a beer. What do you have? Beer. What if there wasn't any beer? Sorry, guys. Never heard of it. Zima. Zima's good. Zima. There you go. What is this? I don't know. Just Zima's a unique alcohol beverage. I kind of like it. Anything else? Did you get pretzels? Mm. What day is this? Hi. We left messages on your phone and didn't hear back. I'm Detective Izaka, and this is Detective Fitzmorris. I have seen you girls. This is you next time. Um... Hi, how are you, gentlemen? How may I help you? We're investigating a murder and need to ask you some questions. You're not in trouble. We're just running down leads. It should, at most, uh, take a few minutes. Are you teaching another class soon? Oh, no, yes, no. I, uh, unless you guys want a private lesson, I'll offer you a police discount. Have you heard of a Kundalini Yoga? The best thing you can do for your body, for your sex life, for your mind? That's all right. Um, let's just get to the point. We want to talk to you about the movie Night Beach Nurses. Don't tell me you forgot about it. We were talking to the director, Ron, yesterday, and he can barely remember directing it. <laughs> Listen, of course, can I see your badges? We... Why do you want to talk with me about this, huh? We're investigating a murder. We're trying to establish a timeline between events and understand who we're dealing with. A murder? Who was it? Was it someone I know? Possibly. Uh, that's why we want to talk. And time is a factor here, so it will be a huge benefit if we can talk here. This is related to that house burning down the other day. How did you know about that? On NPR, I was on the drive home from... Uh, Somewhere, it doesn't matter where. It was a huge, huge house fire, right? Uh, neighbors described it like a bomb going off. Que triste, una tragedia. You guys are in danger, okay? I, I, I don't want to say too much, but I'm in danger too. We and the US Americans say in the same boat. All of us, in danger. We have to take action. Primero, first, before they do, okay? Take action now. Honestly, I have been waiting for this moment, praying for this moment, for you. You two paladins. Paladins! And I have weapons for you to aid you in your quest. <laughs> you see? Please, Cal calm down. You're the only one finding this amusing. I am taking this gravely seriously, I assure you. Making light of the situation, joking, is a defense against the darkness, against anxiety. So I'm sorry if I laugh and make joke. I think you have a story to tell us, and I'm deeply interested in what you have to say. Mira, ver, mira. Come in with me inside the house. Let's have a seat together. 
Let me do a reading. Oh, what? Yeah, let's just play along. I can hear you. Listen. Chaos is rejecting all you've learned. Chaos is being yourself. The best way for me to impart the information you need and for me to know that you two are authentic police detectives on an authentic mission to stop Mia and Samael from unsaying the real is a tarot reading. It'll allow you to ask us questions and you can try to dazzle us with predictions that we'll win the lottery and have 10 kids. Excuse me, did you say unsaying the real? More than anything else, it allows me to access my higher self, my golden self, yeah? Unsaying the real is the danger. Abandon language. The unsaying the real is only a danger because it does not abandon language. The danger we are in, okay? Whoa, there are a lot of American arcana, a lot of major arcana in this. Whoa, God, I'm actually interested. Is that weird? Statistically, it is. It, it depends on what the spread becomes. But listen, okay, you, you, pick a card from this cluster. Okay, I'll play along. Oh, the Knights of Swords. Carrot is the counterbalance. The counterbalance of profound thoughts. Mm. All right, now you. I'm uh, choosing the card that represents me. Is uh, that it? You're catching on quick, and you're not exactly right, but okay. Ah, yes, the hermit. Let your intuition guide you to the safety of your destination. A home is not four walls and a roof. Now they spread together. The magician is around, but out of sight. The fool, I see him everywhere, but the present. The three of cups and the lovers are in a weird placement. High priestess is opposed to the magician. This is all the end never good. There's a much more complex set of forces at play than I ever thought possible. Okay, okay. let's talk about the high priestess, Mia Panetta. How do you know her? Mia, she is the high priestess. Yes, of course, you're right, but everybody knows that. This is common knowledge. I met her at the Gnostic Mass that was being performed by Telemites in San Francisco. I was shooting a special there about um, astral projection. You don't know either. She was the one who planted the idea in our heads to make a movie that was actually a ritual, a spell. <laughs> I remember her saying, you guys can't be serious. But it was all manipulation. She'd pull back and we'd push forward. Wait, what? Are you saying that you developed the idea of my beach nurses? The tower. The greatest fear. The real challenge. Is this a reference to the movie? This card is your greatest fear. <laughs> this card is a reference to every question you have asked. It asks the question before you even thought of asking. I am telling you that fear is dangerous not the terror. The human condition is dangerous. The good, the evil. Good intentions, the road, the paved with them goes to where? Huh? To hell. Do not fear the darker aspects of the human condition. It's not black and white. You must understand them. And the tarot is a storybook about human life, about the greatness of our accomplishments, but also an acceptance of the ugliness. We are 
capable of inflicting upon each other. It is intended for quite other purposes, much more than determining when the tall dark man will meet the fair rich widow. <laughs> you too, I think, are the real deal. Two honest paladins, as what you were born for. Facing your fears, your fear of fear. That's because they're my fears too. Let, let's go back to Mia. We spoke with the director, Fiveman, and he mentioned he was hired at the last minute. So, would you say that you envisioned the project? Envision? That's a very apt word. Actually, uh, have you heard of tulpas? Ideas made flesh, thought forms, Buddhist. Uh, it would be wrong to call them demon or ghosts, but neither of these terms are entirely divorced from what the tulpa is. Mm -hmm. Ideas made flesh, ideas made real. Really, any plan that is executed, a tulpa in any way. But I mean in the more imaginary or invisible way. Monsters that we give birth to of our own emotion. Man, you can't focus at all, can you? He asked you about Mia. I'm talking about Mia. The movie Night Beach Nurses. This film is not a film. It is a tulpa. Mia is a tulpa. The magician Carl. Sam is a tulpa. I don't know how many people are involved in Night Beach Nurses. How many seemingly people are involved in Night Beach Nurses who are actually thought forms from other dimensions put into the flesh of human beings. <sighs> Mia Panetta is not real. Listen, she is very, very real. As real as you and I. More real. Because she exists on many planes. But she's also unreal. I think she's Babylon. She made jokes about Jack Parsons and Crowley, but now I see that those were not jokes. She knew them personally. Maybe she was the real scarlet woman of Jack Parsons. Hmm? think about that. That would explain her missing identity. Just being magicked up into existence one day. The Tower. The Three of Cups. The Magician. The two need to sneak out Al Smith. This is the next step if you wish to continue on your journey. I understand if you do not. But if you seek to progress towards a resolution, I do not envy you if this is your choice. Al Smith terrifies me much more than Mia, perhaps more than any other man in life. And I am scared she is of Mia as well, so... You're not making any sense. Please start at the beginning. You were assistant director on the film. You worked with Mia Panetta. Are you still working with her now? The hermit shines a light. No, regretfully. I helped make that film many years ago. I, myself, and a diverse group of neo-pagans, people that I trusted, Discordians, hmm, of which I am a pope, and uh, I, I, such thoughts would be the coolest thing ever we thought at the time, to make a movie that would be a love spare in the service to see TV. It would be a love spare, it would be groovy, baby. We were hippies, you see, and... and it, it just turned us all into regional squares and circles, making the world a little more fun, but only for a second. Sit, sit tree? Who? The demon Sir Tree. 
from the Keys of Solomon. I love an educated hermit. Yes, yes, mighty hermit. You speak of Silti, whose prayers to his mighty fathers have always yielded passionate fruit. Night Beach nurses. <laughs> that was supposed to be it. A fun, sexy teen comedy that would infect people with, that watched it. They would get laid. Then that sex would be offered up in sacrifice. Pure energy, psychic energy. Only, only that didn't happen. We wanted it so badly to happen, but it didn't. And then we couldn't figure out how to make it right. I did a lot already, and I didn't want to make things worse. But I have been disappointed enough. The movie was completely destroyed, and I thought that's the last I would ever hear of it. So you're saying you were trying to make a movie that would influence viewers to make out and bang, but not go on killing sprees or off themselves. So you put the wrong triangle on top of the wrong squiggly line, and boom, body count? No. The film, without my knowledge, it became deeply layered magical artifact. Something that opened doors to other dimensions. We don't know where. We have no control over this. And uh, that means it could be a direction, a dimension for happiness and sex and joy, or it could be a dark place. It could end with viewers on killing sprees, offering themselves. So you put in the wrong triangle on top of the wrong symbol and you run squiggly line and then boom, 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 boom. Your hands are soaked in blood. The movie brings tulpas to... Life! It brings them to life. Tulpas already exist, I am trying to tell you. I helped create a few of them prior to this film. Unwittingly, perhaps, but I knew that they existed, at least. I was really just trying to party and get laid as far as the movie was concerned. Look, I really like the fool in the tarot deck. That is why I connect. This is my patron saint, if you will. And I blindingly do uh, everything, profound things, with high stakes and consequences. And I offer them to him as in the old days we slit the notes and necks of chickens. Ah, holy crap. I know who you are. Your mother was killed that night. Hey, how do you know that? A nine of wands here, you see? It makes sense. So much work has been done to you. You saw the movie back then. You must have been ill on USA's Up All Night, huh? You know that half the people who saw that movie then are dead now? You should count yourself up very grateful. You've never been the same since, have you? Hmm? Right? Uh, 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 I'm, I'm not comfortable with, um, um... Excuse me, of course you're not. I just pride that, and I know it's insensitive. I only ask because it's important. Out of your head, just now, oh my God, you two, with me, we could end this. We really could, man. I mean, we could kill this goddamn thing. We really could, and they'd be chicks. Oh, they would be chicks, we'd be heroes in front of them. Just think about it. We could kill the goddamn movie, save the city, perhaps the world. This could, this could make a difference, hmm? Mm. This door I tried to open for so long. We tried back then, couldn't make it much. We really, really tried, and most of us died. The rest of the cult of Siri, after it uh, aired on USA's Up All Night, after the debacle was aired instead, 
Uh, the court ended. We nearly died, those of us who did not get murdered outright. The cult of Sirti disappeared. After that night, it aired on USA's Upper Night. The few of us left managed to destroy every other master copy. Everyone. But it cost us everything. God damn it. I swore I wouldn't get conned, and I did. You're doing cool reading and playing with us. If it costs you everything, how come the movie is back? You see, people were copying the signal on their VHS. Not many people. One of them. Not a perfect copy either. Bad static. You know, watched too many times. Eh, recorded over and over and over again. So, it's really just a haze of static. That's probably why the recent murders haven't been successful. Not enough of the original members of the film have heard the call. They hear something, but they don't know what to do. The memories are submerged, but they are being called to. And there are those who are working to clean the film up. A perfect copy. A perfect copy would be enough. Successful. Not enough of the original sin left to open doors or to summon the moon child. How old were Mr. Fitzmaurice when you saw that movie? Do you remember from that night? Shut up! Shut the hell up! Izaka, hold on. Hold on. It's okay. It's okay? It's okay. It's okay. This is obstruction at this point. You're not going to ask any questions. I, I should also add that doing the tarot cards vibrates to my higher self. I wasn't sure if you were two agents of Mr. Smith, so... I had to prepare for the, uh, this eventuality. I know you understand. But let me demonstrate what you're dealing with. Stop! Get on the ground! Officer Rizaka, listen, look, look at me. Look, lower your weapon. Lower your weapon! He's got a knife! No, he hasn't. He hasn't moved. It's safe. Please, Dr. Rizaka, please lower your weapon! And Fitzy, he doesn't understand what you're saying, baby. We can't wait for backup, Fitz! God damn it! Oh! Oh! Listen to me. Okay, detective, I, I, I have a weapon. I, I, it's right here. I have it. What? Fitz? What the fuck did you do? I never saw the film in its entirety. Okay? I was around it enough for it to change me. Being a part of these films is nothing to do with lighting, with VHS, with the movie industry. It only appears to us as a film because it's something our minds can accept. Do you understand? Just association was enough. The divine. I can do things now, things that I used to think were impossible. Maybe I'm a little divine myself. Maybe I'm a little something else. Mickey, please, officer. Point his own weapon at his own temple. Yeah, well, yes, yeah. I, I, you make it sound cooler than it really is, but thank you. <laughs> so when I say I'm scared shitless of Mia and Al Smith, what you should be thinking about is this. If I can make you take your guns out of your holsters and point them at each other at your own head, why would I be afraid of these people? Hmm? Hmm? Ask yourself this. What is real? Are we real? Or are we ourselves tulpas created by someone else's thought forms? Were we a lunatic stream? It wouldn't matter if we were. What would that make different? You need to take this with you when you leave today. It will protect you. 
I hope at least. I guess this is an emergency. So let's break glass. Hmm? Oh God. That is disgusting. What what is what is that? Can you please explain what happened here? Mr. Manfredo had a number of occult paraphernalia in his residence. All kinds of taxidermy that was wrong. Just just wrong. Monkeys with mermaid tails. Rabbits with horns. He had what looked like a mummified human hand displayed in a glass case. On a glass there was a sign that read, Break glass in case of emergency. When he said, I guess this is an emergency, he threw the display case on the floor where it shattered. And he picked up the mummified hand and tried to give it to Mr. Fitzmorris. I'm not touching that. What is that? Oh, I think you know what it is. Listen, uh, this will help you immensely. Listen, all of you. If you get corners, light at least one candle, it should give you enough time to run for your life. Is, is that, that a real, real human, human hand? hand? Is it? Yes, but it was at the resource, so no worries, okay? It, yes, it is. Are you seriously offering us a human hand? This is not just some rotten piece of meat. It's the hand of glory. La mano de la gloria. It's a magical artifact from Spain that has many uses, okay? Most importantly, it supposedly comes from hand of Templar, okay? Most importantly, it comes from hand of Templar because this is about the most powerful object from the Middle Ages. Now, you can use it. The danger is when it lights up its fingers. Then it could cause everything around it to burn. The light comes out of its fingers. It can only be used once. It should cause everything in a certain radiance, maybe 50, 20 feet. Everything that light touches will be frozen and revealed. Really, it's the best defense against what we're going to be seeing here in the next couple of days. Really, it's the best defense against the tulpa, and we're probably up against the tulpa. Against Al Smith and Mia. So Al Smith is behind this religious cult that's been doing the new murders. So tell us everything about him. Al Smith. He'll run the Rapelot. Hey, I saw that TV show. That old thing ended in the 70s. Could you give us some real information, please? Well, you think that everything you see on TV is real? Boy, I wish I had as a sucker born every minute. As they say, uh, public digest, they ended. But since the 1980s, Al Smith has been leaving it in secret. Listen to this. This is from Libra Owl, book three, verse 46 of the sacred text. I am the warrior lord of the fourth east. The eighties cower before me and are abroad. I will bring to you victory and joy, strong like pearls, planets, on a string of time. This is Jack Parsons. His science brought forth the Aeon of Horus. He is the ages covered in the fear of a nuclear waste. Jack Parsons? Jack Parsons is a brilliant man. If I say to you he is an engineer, this is not a lie. But according to your country's, those letters the doctors put before their name, what you call them? Degree? Yes. He no, he has no, uh, none of those. 
He has no clue. And yet he has more intelligence than an army of doctors. He comes from poor, humble background. Hey, he experimented with his friend and worked in an engineering factory during the war, doing his part. His war effort was to contribute his limited yet functional scientific knowledge. At the same time, he always yearned for something more. And his greatest dream for man to reach the moon, if mankind were ever to do so, I promise you, some version of Jack's technology will be what's got us there. He is a man of vision, a man of vision. There are few like him. So was he, did he make the Tulpa? Did he make, if, he, if you're seeing Mia as a Tulpa, did he make Mia? That is possible, but unlikely. A Tulpa comes from very concentrated energy. It would take an extreme and concentrated, focused hate. A Tulpa is a spell as much as a being itself. A Tulpa that kills, must require incredible focus. And the jack I have seen recently is not capable of focus for more than 10 minutes in any direction, let alone the focus necessary to bring forth some a tulpa and have it do his bidding. What, when L. Ron Hubbard stole his wife and his boat? Well, with the right motivation, yes, he could do, yes, it's possible, it's possible. Isn't John Carradine a part of this group, too? The actor. We are in the Hollywood Hills, after all. These dilettantes, they are Buddhist one week. They are Hindus the next. There is a God-shaped hole in this country, and the head of the God is Los Angeles, city of angels, supposedly. Jack Parsons is a true acolyte, and that makes him a target. And Al, Al Smith very well could be the moon child. As Al asserts, a child who will become motivational speaker. Okay. Um. Thank you, gentlemen, for stopping by. Always a pleasure. You know where I am. Please, please, never, never come back. Please, just to be yeah. careful. For the time being, we will be in touch. But so, um, he's best friend. We will, let's uh, take the, um, the mummified hand you, uh, you uh, gave me and we'll be on our way. And, uh... You know, there are those who say it's the hand of John the Baptist. And he has strange potentialities that in the right moment will make themselves known to only one with pure of heart. There are legends upon legends. But keep this one in mind, hmm? And best of luck to you, gentlemen. All right, let's let's just um, let, 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 let's just leave at this point. Okay, so we're definitely not going to put in a call to narcotics as soon as we're out the door. It's okay. I've been clean since '91. <laughs> Have you ever seen Day of the Beast? L. Ron Hubbard. Why are half the crimes I get assigned to leading back to the captain? I hate California. How about that? 
we made it through the latest variant of the play, and through this episode, which was written and produced by Michael O'Dwyer, and directed by a creepy shrine devoted to Dante Basco, in the back of the broom closet at the light store on I-45. You know, the one that gives you a heart attack at 3am when you're driving home. It's in there. Detective Izaka was played by Aaron Walden. Detective Fitz was played by Michael O'Dwyer. The bantering police officers were played by Matt Freelich and Greg Flakus. Manfredo was suspiciously typecast by Chris Flakus, who actually wrote a book you should buy. He's currently a professor at the University of Houston, so keep that in mind when you're choosing schools for your gifted and talented kid, who, let's face it, burned out in the fifth grade under the pressure of understanding Shakespeare and calculus at nine years old. But society has a roadmap, so here we go. This podcast is eventually just going to disappoint you. Wait! That's the life of the guy who voiced all the other characters and edited this episode. Justin Whitney. He also did the music, which is a shameless plug for his album that can't be pigeonholed by the bureaucracy of genres, which is just a backhanded marketing gimmick and we all know it. The USA Up All Night music and promotional content is copyright Viacom, or some such other media conglomerate that continually evades monopoly law. The commercials and television clips used are copyright their respective owners and are used for entertainment purposes only. No one's paying us for cheaply exploiting your nostalgia dopamine loop instead of being actually creative. We're still holding out for that Zima sponsorship though. Call us! If you enjoy our content, be sure to share it with a friend. Until next time. Hey, we did this one in less than a year! Alright! <laughs>